Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Most of Low Budget Movie Reviews. I am your host, Clarence. Thank you for tuning in. In today's episode, we're back on the big budget train, um, back in the theaters with a movie that officially releases today. I mean, if you listen to this podcast when it drops. <laughs> but anyway, uh, it's the new Brad Pitt movie called Bullet Train which apparently is based on a Japanese novel called uh, Maria Beetle. Uh, with that being said, I can only judge the movie uh, that they gave me here since I didn't read the novel. So don't bite my head off if you don't feel like I did a good job with this. But like I said, I'm just judging the movie, didn't read the novel. So what is this one about? Well, we start out with a father looking over his son in the hospital bed who was in some sort of accident. Spoiler free. Won't get into any of that part of the story. Then we jump to Brad's character who's in Japan. Uh, he's going on a job. His code name is Ladybug, which is a bit of an oxymoron as we find out while he's talking to his handler on the phone. Uh, he is unlucky, which is the opposite of what a ladybug is. So uh, he basically he took some time off for some self-reflection and therapy, and he's back to do this job uh, that was for someone else, spoiler free, but it, it, apparently it's an easy job. All he has to do is get on this bullet train, uh, find a briefcase uh, with this sticker on it, and um, get off the train. That's pretty much it. So while doing the job, we meet some other characters, but I really don't want to spoil any of that or get into any of that. So we'll skip past that. And I'll just say there are some other operatives on the train involved in some other things. So Brad finds the case and he's ready to leave. And when he goes to get off the train, he's attacked and he's, you know, he's trying to exit the train. He's attacked. He doesn't get a chance to get off. The train continues down. And that is where I will stop. From there, he tries to figure out why this apparently easy job got so difficult. Why are the other operatives on the train and how do they play into things? So what did the pros think? Well, they came in at a 55% with the audience at an 83% on the right scale. And what did I think? Well, let's get to these positives first. Like I always do. Uh, first off, loved the cast, loved everybody in this one. Uh, everybody kind of really owned their character and dove into it. I couldn't picture anybody else playing these characters. Uh, everybody really had a good time. I could tell. Uh, I could tell Brad really had a lot of fun in this role, the way he played this up. There was a lot of well-placed cameos here that made me smile when I saw them. And I'm not going to spoil any of them for you. I'm not even going to tell you who is in this. Uh, but yeah, just be on the lookout for some of those cameos. Now, the action is pretty decent and was a little bit more violent than I actually expected. Which is good for me since, you know, I like that kind of thing. When they show the real damage uh, from the actual fights and the guys don't get punched a million times and there's no marks or blood on their face. I can't stand that. That's a pet peeve of mine. Uh, the, fats, the fights were choreographed pretty good. I'll talk a little bit about more of that later. Um, the thing I liked about this most was how the story uh, provided a lot of background to the characters. And what I mean by that, everyone involved got their backstory told. We knew why everybody was there. 
and it's sprinkled throughout the movie. It's very clever the way they put it in. They would just basically pause the action when they wanted to give us a backstory of someone, and that would play out, and it would sometimes jump back years to show how that person came to be on the train at this time. Now, there's a lot of messages in here about fate. Uh, can you really control your fate or is it just something that you're a bystander to when things play out however they play out? Uh, maybe it's a little bit of both. Uh, but yeah, I don't want to get too deep. That's a discussion for another day. Uh, and they explain and tie up literally all the loose ends. And I do mean all of them. They even show how this water bottle that played a role ended up on the train at that time. And, and, and the story wasn't told in a straightforward way. There actually are a lot of twists and turns here, including one I totally missed and didn't expect. But now that I know it's based on a book, I didn't know that going in. I, I'm not surprised that much by it anymore. But yeah, it was uh, clever writing on one of the one of the twists ahead here. Uh, but there are some negatives I do need to get to. And despite, you know, all the praise I threw on it for how the clever story, the storytelling was clever and all of that and how they provided, you know, the background for the characters, you still don't really feel anything for them. They really didn't build any kind of connection, which means you're just watching it unfold and you really don't care about anybody on the screen, really. Now, the action wants to be John Wick. I can tell what they were going for with the way they choreographed some of the fights, but it's more like that movie, Nobody. You know that movie where some of the makers from Wick, they broke off and did their own thing, and it made Nobody that was kind of like Wick, but uh, lower grade of it. So this is even a lower grade of that. So this is clearly uh, an imitation of, of what they were trying to do there. So, yeah, it was just okay. Now, they throw the whole believability factor just out the window. Which, of course, you have to suspend some belief pretty much in all action movies. A lot of this stuff just couldn't happen. But they just went way too far in some of these scenes. It also felt a bit long. I mean, it's a little over two hours. Not that much. It's like two hours, six minutes or something like that. But there's literally, just sitting here thinking, there's a good 10 to 15 minutes they could have shaved off this. It would have been much tighter. And uh, the pacing would have been a little bit better. Uh, but the biggest flaw that affects everything, and it's sprinkled throughout, so that's why I saved this one for last. It's just too much flash over substance. It's like the main course. You sit down to have dinner, and the main course, they put the main course on a salad plate, and then when they bring dessert out, the dessert's on the dinner plate. They really didn't give us the main course of this. It just gave us all the fluff and nice things uh, having a lot of style is fine, but you shouldn't sacrifice it over the substance of the story you're telling or some of the scenes. Uh, but I don't want to beat this one up too much. Let me bottom line this one for you. Did I enjoy it? And that's a yes for me. I agree with the audience on this one. And I'll put this one right at an 80% to stay consistent on the rotten scale. Even though some of it felt like a lot of style over substance, as I mentioned, and it's a bit over the top at times. Uh, this is one of those movies you just have a lot of fun with. They do a great job uh, playing into the overall theme of the story, which was fate, by connecting everything and how they paid attention to detail 
uh, with the way they connected everybody. And even down to the final death scene, they even paid that off during a mid credit roll. So stick around for that. Um, in this case, it was just enough dessert. You didn't eat so much where you got sick, but you, you ate just enough where, you know, you swallow that last bite and you already start forgetting about it after you ate it. And in this case, after this last scene, um, you think about it for a few minutes and then, you know, it kind of drifts off. So there's nothing here that's going to stay with you. It's just one of those fun popcorn movie action movies that you go to the movies to see. I would definitely uh, say, yeah, if you got nothing else to do, check this one out. Just don't go in thinking you're going to get anything uh, of substance here. It's just going to be a fun action thrill ride, which is what they wanted to give you. And they succeeded in giving you that along with a few twists and turns along the way. Again, I do want to point that out. The story is the story, but there are a few little twists here that if you pay attention, you can catch them, which again, again, I didn't mention any of that stuff, but, um, yeah, have some fun with that. There's a twist there that I missed and, you know, let me know if you guys get it. Uh, but anyway, with that being said, I'm going to close it out right here. This is your first time. Don't make it your last. This has been a pod bean production, mostly low budget movie reviews with Clarence up on all streaming platforms. Uh, yeah, this is the first movie this weekend. I got another one coming. And if you have Hulu, you know what movie I'm going to be watching. It's, um, my dad, the original is one of my dad's favorite movies. And this is a sequel to that movie. And again, you got to tune in and know what I'm talking about. I'm not going to tell you now. You got to tune in for the next episode. But anyway, thanks again for the support. I appreciate you. And I will see you guys next time. Peace.